Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell, I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. And now, Amber and Nigel go off the rails with Rob Kindle. Noise pollution. My name is Nigel. Jason Hammer is here. Also here to go off the rails is Rob Kendall from the Kendall and Casey Show. How are you? I'm great. Thanks, as always, to our segment sponsor, Garage Doors of Indianapolis. So many places we could go. We have somebody that threw their name into uh, the hat for a uh, run for Indiana governor. I want to get to your overall big picture on Trump's fourth indictment. But first... I was flipping channels the other night. I couldn't believe I was awake this late, but I did. I, I caught the tail end of you, and that who was that woman that ran for Secretary of State? Uh, you're, that, you're referring to on-demand abortion advocate Destiny Wells. I think that's who you're talking about. That, that, okay, you were talking about that earlier. She this lost morning. to Diego Morales. Bad. Right? Like Diego Morales, Indiana is 207 years old, and it is, I think, fairly safe to say that in the 207 years we've been a state, Diego Morales is the biggest buffoon to ever <laughs> seek statewide office, and she lost to him by 14 points. Well, That's wh- how bad she was. I caught the tail end of that. That was a thing with that Phil Sanchez does every uh, unfiltered. Yes. Is that what? What? What was the conversation there? Well, so Phil had texted me, and we love Phil, and he's the most handsome man in all of Indianapolis media, and he said, "Hey, would you be willing to do my?" Uh, you know, unfiltered show tonight. And we'd like to talk about Trump and the indictments. I said, sure. He said, you'll be working with Destiny Wells. And I said, well, have you let her know that? Because she might have an aneurysm when that crosses her desk. <laughs> she is not a fan of Rob Kendall. Well, no. And she's mad at me because, well, during her failed miserably and totally embarrassing election last year, for some reason, as Secretary of State candidate, which has nothing to do with abortion, she weighed in hardcore and came out for abortion with I guess absolutely no limits. And I said, well, if you're for abortion with no limits from conception to live birth, I'd call that an on-demand abortion advocate. And that apparently made her really mad. Well, so, but what was, is that what you were talking about Tuesday well, night? Or well, what was the point of the conversation? Well, we we're supposed to talk about Trump okay. yeah, and, right, and right, the right, Trump right, indictment right. in Georgia. And I look at, you know me, I can button up and be professional with the best of them. That unfiltered <laughs> segment, it's, it's like, you know, four or five minutes. I said, sure, we'll just, you know, we'll get along and everybody will be fine. And I, I joked with Phil. I said, I will refrain from calling her an on-demand abortion advocate during the off the, the air, you yeah, have this yeah, absolutely. And you know, Phil, he chuckled about it, and Phil's a pros pro. And so we get in there, and Phil said something to the effect of when everybody gets on the Zoom together, and this he is goes, "Before you go live, yeah, right? absolutely." Right. And he goes, "Oh, I, you know, something effective. I can't believe we got got everybody together and able to make this happen." Ha ha. And I just hear from the other because you can't see her. I just hear in the in the Zoom. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, oh, shots no. fired. But, but Rob, who who is she besides the person that lost to Diego Morales? Like, who is she? Like as an attorney? Oh uh, yes, like I believe that? that's okay. that's her that's her job. I think what she... the point of Phil having her on was? Well, and and so then she launches into after that. I thought, well, okay, we're already getting started. She said, "What is it you call me?" And she took a stab at on-demand abortion advocate, and she got it wrong. <laughs> and so I I asked Phil. I said, "Well, Phil, I told you I wouldn't say it, but can I?" Since she asked, he said, "Sure, go right ahead." <laughs> said on-demand abortion advocate, and it just basically went downhill from uh, so, there. But then you went. What we saw on TV was you guys debating about Trump and. 
getting yeah. your weighing in on that and then what happened after the segment was over well you know you get done and phil of course you know smiling and lovable as he is hey, that was great uh, you know glad everybody could do it blah 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 and then i hear something to the effect of have fun being a blowhard for three hours on the radio tomorrow <laughs> that's so great the woman who got blown out by Diego Morales uh, <laughs> is running smack to you. Yeah. Uh, it, it, I think she's tweeting about you, too. Oh, and, and so this is the weirdest part. And uh, this is what I understand why she... It, so you think about the election was in November. And I think we gave her that on-demand abortion advocate name, like maybe in early October or something. So she has seethed on that for like 11 months. She's mad somebody called yes. out what she believes in. Yes! Because she knew it made her look awful. And this is the super weird thing. And I wasn't going to bring it up, but Casey said we have to. So, you know, it's half her show. I, I, you know, do what she says. When she tweets out, and she did the thing, and you guys I know have this all the time, wasn't listening, but a lot of people told me, you know, the they whole They were thing. listening. Yeah, of course she is. She's rage listening because that's what people do. Uh, th- that I was being mentioned, whatever. And she starts talking about abortion advocacy, and it's a photo of her with her kid. She's talking about abortion advocacy. <laughs> on, on on Twitter? On Twitter. With and the, the photos she posts, you know, it's like one of these, I'm too busy to listen to these people. I've got to go do this with my kid. And it's a photo with her kid. Yeah, and it's like, little, how tone deaf are you, lady? That's a little bizarre to me. If yes. you're going to be the I'm all in on late term abortion lady, maybe showing the kids that were not aborted seems to be a misstep in communication. Uh, look, lady, you lost because you're a wholly unlikable person who advocates <laughs> for sucking the brains out of defenseless fetuses from conception to live birth. There it is. And even a complete and utter huckster buffoon like Diego Morales, when you force people to make a choice, huckster buffoon or on-demand sucking the brains out of defenseless fetuses from conception to live wow. birth, they say, give me the huckster buffoon. Kind of feels like the mayor's race here in Indianapolis at times, right? I don't like any of these guys. I guess I'm still just confused. I mean, I know why Phil had you on. Yeah, you're a name, and you have a platform. I don't. I, I just don't. Well, she's an just, attorney. She was supposed but, to break down the Trump indictment, right? That was what she was booked okay. for. But she couldn't help herself because she saw Rob Kendall and the liberal tears started flowing. <laughs> and, All right. And if you go back to the it, actual segment that, that aired on TV, you can just hear the hate seething. From from her voice that she even has to be on an internet Zoom with me, much less ever you know, be in a room with me. I got to go back and watch that full segment. <laughs> Who put their name in the hat for uh, the race for governor today? So Brad Chambers is running. Who? Yeah, exactly. How's his wife, Diane Chambers, by the way? <laughs> Former uh, waitress on Cheers, I believe. Oh, good old Shelly Long. That's a good one. I see what you did there. Um, so he was the head of the economic uh, IEDC, the econo- uh, economic development arm of state government. Recently, they have been most active in taking hundreds of millions of dollars from poor and middle class people like us and using it to strong arm farmers out of their land. Now, Abdul, we had Abdul in here and yes. I asked him about that. And I specifically said, hey, Rob is saying the farmers are getting the shaft because of this guy. And he laughed and he scoffed and he said, you were full of crap. Oh, Abdul defended the establishment. Boy, <laughs> boy, I'm shocked. Uh what happens in these instances, and we've had farmers who are part of this on the the Loves, Jim and Karen Love, who are a part of this. Uh, what happens is the state will come to you and go, we would like to buy your land. Well, gee, I'm not really interested in selling. I kind of like being a farmer. 
and they make it very clear without saying the word so that you know what they're talking about, but they're covered legally, that you can either sell us your land or we're going to make this very difficult on you. And so if you're a person who doesn't want to fight the state of Indiana with endless resources, who you're probably going to eventually lose anyway and then lose a fortune in the process, what choice do you really have? And so what they do is they want you to believe that Eli Lilly, which is the largest drug manufacturer in the world can't complete a real estate deal without the state of Indiana using tax money from poor and middle class people and they have gobbled up all this farmland and they make these deals and Brad Chambers was the point guy on a whole bunch of this. So now in the race for the Republicans, now let me know if I'm forgetting anybody. We've got Doty, we've got Braun, (laughs) we've got Curtis Hill, we've got Suzanne Crouch and now we've got Chambers in the mix. And there's another lady who's running and people are going to be very mad at me but she has not done a very good job of getting her name out there. But there are five people right now who really have a, you know, kind of a legitimate name chance and will spend money necessary to win the Republican primary. Okay, so with Chambers now being in the mix, it sounds like this is Holcomb's guy. This is going to be the establishment guy, right? Kyle Hupfer is going to be involved allegedly in some way, whether he's campaign advisor, director with Chambers here. That sounds like that's going to be the establishment candidate. What does that mean for Mike Braun? What does that mean for Curtis Hill? Kind of feels like this is good for them and bad for Suzanne Crouch. Yeah, and you know how I just hate that anything bad would happen to old silent Suzanne. You may remember her completely silent through all the tax increases, mass mandates, business shutdowns, Malik Muhammad meet and greet. Was the re- lieutenant governor to yeah. Eric Holcomb. Yeah, and so I think a lot of people uh, assumed she had the establishment lane all to herself, which in a primary of five people, you get 30, 35% of the vote, which is the establishment vote. There was a real world where she could have been the nominee for governor. There's no shot she's going to be the nominee for governor now because especially if Holcomb Hupfer Incorporated throw all their weight behind Chambers, she's going to be totally iced out. And if you split that vote, now you've got those two at 15, 20% apiece. And so now you've got five people running and there is a real world where 22, 23% of the vote is going to win this Republican primary. Which would be who? Curtis Hill? I mean, are you saying Curtis Hill has a shot? Oh, yeah, he has a shot. Now, look, Braun has still got to probably be the leader in the clubhouse. Now, his his record, and I know you guys are good buddies with Braun, and I think that's wonderful, but his record as a state We have him on the show. Well, but he famously (laughs) said your guy's names on, uh, was it Fox News, wasn't it? What, his campaign acceptance speech. Yeah. He was listening to our program and mentioned. And, uh, you know, but look, his record as a state rep is abhorrent. He voted for more than 40 tax increases. He voted for the largest tax increase in state history. He's been totally flippant. And we've heard this from multiple people in regards to property taxes. But perception is reality, right? And the guy's going to have money to blanket the state. And so he's probably the leader in the clubhouse, especially if you've got these two splitting votes. And I know we got to take a break here, but I can't see a lot of women in Indiana running to say, I support Curtis Hill, knowing what he got in trouble for the last time around. Yeah, but look at Trump. I mean, there's a lot of people who think Curtis got a raw deal just like Trump did. Now, again, I still think Braun's the favorite, but Curtis Hill and Mike Braun are the big winners with Chambers getting in because it gives them a shot at 20 to 25 percent of the vote to be the nominee for governor. So indictment number four for Donald Trump, (laughs) polling numbers going up for Donald Trump. Penny, for your thoughts. Well, Fanny, what you talking about, Willis, I don't think got the uh, desired (laughs) result. That's the uh, DA prosecuting this case in Georgia, right? 
look, I mean, <laughs> Fanny Willis. <laughs> what you talking about, Will? <laughs> um, I mean, look, it's laughable at this point. You've got. Trump charged with more things than Gacy or Bundy or Dahmer or BTK or Richard Ramirez. What would Ramirez. you put it that way? I mean, it's, but that's the way you have to put it. That's how ridiculous all of this is. And you know who the real scumbag in all of this is? Is Mike Pence. For him to be out there flapping his gums about the election in Georgia was not stolen. We've played this clip a gajillion times that on January the 4th in front of a stadium full of people in Georgia, he was talking about concerns about the election. We're going to get to the bottom of it and i stand with donald trump it's all laughable and it's all a joke so next wednesday i've talked to all of us are you on board live tweeting the debate whether trump's going to be there or not maybe he's doing an interview with tucker i don't know but i think we're all going to live tweet it retweet each other and give the listeners of wibc full coverage are you in yes i'm going to order my hammer and nigel uh shirt from the hammer and nigel merch store which you can what's the web address there for people who want that again store dot hammer and nigel dot com uh, don't put the w's in there no www just store dot hammer and nigel dot yes i'm gonna order my shirt i will be uh, retweeting live tweeting and uh you know i'm just gonna throw this out there if eventually we could add a this guy peace sitting down shirt to the merch <laughs> store i would love to buy one of those do you, we well. got about a minute left do you think donald trump will be there do you think he should be there maybe two different things no and here's why i think he's got him totally in a box on this refusing to sign the debate pledge thing and and there's, I think he, it's a cat and mouse game where he gets great glee out of them having to cry uncle and say, hey, I'm going to let you in the debate even though you refuse to sign this pledge, which I don't think they can do. I mean, what a disaster for McDaniel. This stupid pledge is going to keep the biggest name, the front runner, off the debate stage. And he's got a totally viable out, which is Chris Christie's a scumbag. Aza Hutchinson's a scumbag. I'm not voting for those people. And I know you aren't either. Let's go! <laughs> and the same people keep getting put back into positions of power. Ronna McDaniel, yep. Kevin McCarthy, yep. Cocaine Mitch, the McFailures. They all keep getting their gigs back. There is no reason to vote for the Republicans. They always lie to you and let you down. The only thing there's a reason to do is to buy your merch from the Hammer and Nigel merch <laughs> store. Yeah. And if you needed an amazing garage door, where could I go? Garage Doors of Indianapolis. He's off the rails. He's Rob Kendall. Rob, thank you. Thank you. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show.